Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Oh, you guys, welcome back to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I am feeling all the feels, um, mostly mostly like the joyous ones, um, because this podcast is one year old as of yesterday. Um, I knew I was going to record this and I just, I'd almost like thought about pre-recording it um, because I wanted to share with you guys a lot of the things that I have learned from podcasting and from really tapping into my throat chakra and sharing my truth in my business. Um, but I felt like what a, a poignant moment um, to actually share it on the milestone. Um, so if if you do have a hard time kind of speaking up in, not just in business, but in life in general, you have a hard time sharing your truth, you are so... You're, you're very caught up in what other people might think um, and and it allows this barrier to happen for you that there, there's almost this urge to say something and it's bubbling up but you just can't seem to really get it out and articulate it in a way that is heard then this is episode for you because this is not just about business although it does it trickles over this is life business the the throat chakra does not discriminate um which is why i do the work that i do i recognize that what such a, a beautiful opportunity that being in business is is to just have one more reflection one more mirror to be able to see areas in which you can grow and and areas in which you're blocking yourself from really embracing your your highest self your best self the most aligned version of you that feels so fucking authentic so in this episode we are going to be covering um the points in podcasting and throat chakra activation that have really transformed not only my business but the the business of so many of my clients because throat chakra is actually quite common to be out of balance um, and this goes all the way back to childhood. So if, if this is you, if this is some of your struggle is really just speaking up for yourself and sharing who you are and feeling authentic, um, and feeling heard when you are sharing your truth, then you don't want to miss this. You want to screenshot it, share it with your friends, um, share it to your stories, tag me, all the things. Um, I love to see you guys listening, especially now that we are one year old, um, But so let's just hop right in Um, because I want to share with you guys something that that maybe this resonates with you. Uh, I recognized that at one point I was very clear. I was like, my throat is blocked. Like I have had this history of not being able to share my emotions, what I was feeling with 
people who specifically my my partners or um not necessarily always friends per se um but partners and i recognize that it, i put that hat on that i was a bad communicator i have a hard time you know communicating effectively and and my emotional communication is lacking no 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 <laughs> what I was taking on was it as an identity. This is when people are like, oh, I'm shy, I can't. Well, you've had shy moments that you've clung to that in one moment you felt uncomfortable to share, you didn't feel safe to be heard, and then you've allowed that to be to morph into part of your identity. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. <laughs> Just because you adopted it as true doesn't actually make it true for you. Um, we do this so often, especially with uh, parents onto children. A lot of parents' expectations get projected onto the children. We assume um, a lot of their desires, their wants, their needs, their goals and aspirations when really those aren't ours. So this was something that I recognized that I had clung to for probably about three years that I clearly had a throat chakra block and I did I had I did have some imbalance but I was identifying it and allowing it to to stifle um I think things that that it, what it didn't pertain to I was actually I'm actually an excellent communicator the problem is when you are an excellent communicator and you're direct and your emotional competency is there doesn't mean that everybody that you come encounter with also has that emotional competency competency and understanding that you can be direct, share your feelings and it not be attacking. Just because I feel this way and I'm clear about what I feel does not devalue how you feel or anything like that. But I'm, I'm just very good at articulating and sharing, which can sometimes come off as um, very uh, like quote unquote bossy or um, uh, like authoritarian type um when really it's not and and that was a lesson for me is to learning when you're when you're recognizing that you're learning how to activate your throat chakra speak your truth more clearly when you are speaking your truth that does not mean your truth is always going to land well with others <laughs> hard lesson number one Sharing your truth does not devalue others' truths. That doesn't make it any less comfortable to share sometimes because you recognize that in your sharing, in your speaking, in your writing, you're maybe going to ruffle a few feathers. And that's okay. It's okay that people don't agree. It's okay that they can only meet you where they are. If they are not aware of their emotions, if they have a hard time navigating any uncomfortable situation, whether that be anger, sadness, grief, um, you know, loss, judgment, fear, anything that feels uncomfortable, they automatically shy away from feeling those feelings. They don't have the emotional competency to be able to regulate themselves and then articulate and communicate it effectively to where it'll be received. That was, a, that was a lot of words, but um, I recognize that although 
I, I had one moment, one moment where I shared my truth. And this was, I was, I think, 17. So up until this point, I had actually been a, an excellent communicator in any relationships or budding relationships, dating, whatever. Um, but again, because I was so clear and I was so direct, I didn't, you know, dance around it. It came off as very kind of harsh. And I'm like, it's not harsh. I'm just letting you know how I feel. I, I want to talk about it. But when you're met with such clarity, if they don't have their own clarity, they can't be there. So fast forward to 17 years old, I'm met with this. Um, we have, I have a, a discussion and it really shut me down as far as I shared and it was not received in the way that I thought it would be received, the way I anticipated it being received and it very much hurt my feelings. And then I continued that relationship and perpetuated this cycle. I continued to be like, if I say something, it's not going to be received well. So I gave of, of myself, of my time, of my energy to relationships but I could never articulate, I never felt like I could articulate what I was feeling and that it would be received. So I didn't share how I was feeling. So if I was hurt, I kept it to myself. If I was happy, I kept it to myself. Like if I had anything I was excited about, I still kept it to myself. Now that didn't translate into friendships. That didn't translate into other relationships, but I took that on as my hat. And so what I recognized is no, I actually have a, a very clear throat chakra. I've had one experience though that I energetically clung to. And as the and the the second point I want to make is that the only way to create balance in your energetic field is to do those things, physically do those things that you know will bring balance. Yes, thoughts matter. But what happens is is the physical actions and the habits that you have are the last place that it manifests. Those are the hardest to change. Right? Because we get into these habits like that. Like I recognized, okay, I wasn't, you know, sharing. And so then I just got into the habit of not sharing. And so by the time then that I was ready to, I was like, I'm ready to be in a, a committed relationship. I understood where I was, the type of person I was attracting. I wanted to attract somebody different. Um, and one of the things was being emotionally literate. I wanted somebody who could speak clearly because I recognized I needed somebody who could navigate their own emotions as well as I could and be able to explain them because I didn't want the drama that not being met where I was had created when finding a partner. So I'm relating this to a relationship, but this applies to friendships. This applies to familial ties, um, you know, work relationships, all of these things. People can only meet you where they are. So this was something that I then put in actively to manifest. And I did. My, my partner is an amazing communicator, um, very, very emotionally intelligent and um, literate and can speak to his emotions very well. Um, and that was important for me because it, it gave me a, a place to feel safe, to be able to share my emotions. And so this brings me to that second one is you have to share. 
If you have a hard time expressing your truth and you have a hard time like having the difficult conversations, you have a hard time showing up on stories, you have a hard time listening to your voice, the way to begin to heal it is by expressing your truth getting on stories on Instagram, doing videos, uh, YouTube, all of these things. It is by saying the small things in your relationships that you're like, okay, this doesn't seem like a big deal, but I need to tell you. I need to tell you what I want for dinner. I need to tell you, hey, I really like it when you put the toilet paper, I want the roll to go over the top, not under. It's the correct way Google it. That's how Charmin's original design was. And we all know Charmin's the best jokes okay <laughs> although I'm not joking like that is truly it was something that seems silly and we can argue about who's right on which way the toilet paper goes for for eons but I'm right by the way it goes over <laughs> the, but that was something I was like I know it doesn't matter to you but it matters to me I like it to go over so when you when you put the roll back on could you just make sure it goes over he's like sure <laughs> I could care less, but I actually started it with, hey, do you care whether the the toilet paper goes over or under um, on the toilet paper roll? He looked at me like I was crazy, which rightfully so. That's a very weird conversation to have. He was like, no. (laughs) Why? And I was like, because I really like it to go over and I notice you always load it underneath and it was driving me crazy and I always have to fix it. Again, that's not something that is huge. It's just the way the toilet paper roll is loaded, but it allows you that space to be able to communicate something that A, bothers you, and B, have this communication that is open about something simple, right? It's not big. It's not life-altering. I could handle if it came underneath and that was, all right, I'll just keep changing it every time I go to the bathroom. (laughs) But, But in all seriousness... You have to be able to feel safe to express yourself. So in those moments, instead of just switching the toilet paper over and over and over and over and over, say something. Because clearly it keeps happening. So they either don't recognize it or they are particular and do like it the other way. So the second thing is starting to do, taking action. And I will tell you, what happens is you don't realize how much energy is being used up primarily in the sixth chakra. Um, your third eye of thinking about things, thinking about the, it's not just, you're not just in a, a thought cycle, a thought loop, right? The hamster wheel of, of one thing. What happens is it's not just the toilet paper roll. It's that, does he like it this way? Are we going to have an argument over this? I don't want to hurt his feelings. There's all these emotional trigger points to every single thought, every single thought. I do this exercise all the time, but if you if you think about a time when you're sad and you like you lost a loved one or a pet, you begin to physically respond to just a memory, just a thought. So just the thought of having this conversation that brings up all these emotional triggers with it because it could go a certain way and then you have all of these loops open of possibilities. Now imagine if you never had that one conversation. And then another thing happened and then something happened at work and then something happened with your mom and then something happened with your kids and you've got, you're trying to navigate all of these emotional experiences within all of these different scenarios because you haven't shared your truth. Talk about fucking anxiety, okay? 
do you want to know that most of the people that I work with that have come to me that that express that they suffer from anxiety and things like that, most of the time it is because they cling to all of these thoughts and they like for their mind to almost be so busy when it's not busy and it's calm they are like whoa that is strange and i'm like when they close all these thought loops when they have these conversations when they return text messages you know all of these things that they've been putting off avoiding and procrastinating when they take action and get things done and have the conversations it usually takes a minute or two it's not a big deal then they're able to move forward and they notice right away they're like i can literally feel my blood pressure go down isn't that amazing sharing simple things about yourself about your ideas about your truth and your opinions low can lower your blood pressure now, mind you, if you have a, a conversation about politics and your or something that religion, anything that has a tendency to be, to be triggering for people, the blood pressure thing may not apply. However, it would apply. It would apply if you recognize that you and everyone else are allowed to differ in opinion, but it does not take away from your truth. So the third thing I've learned in podcasting um, and what it's taught me is everyone has a message to share everyone has a truth to share every single person has something of value that they can give to others everyone everyone has gifts and talents i feel so fortunate i've had some really incredible guests on my my podcast over the past year um made some i have made friends that i can truly say are are my friends good friends that I have never met in person. It started with, oh, I think this person would be great for your podcast or, um, you know, somebody that we, you know, we just kind of met on Instagram or Facebook and, or in a, a group coaching program or something like that. And I'm like, hey, I would love to, I think you have great perspective on this. Would you like to come and talk about it? And it just trickles into beautiful friendships. And I'm so incredibly grateful. I recognize that my platform and my, my platform in my podcasting has allowed not just my truth to be heard, but other people's truths. In sharing what I know to be true, in teaching and guiding people, what has happened is that I've brought in other people that are sharing their truth. And then when people listen to those conversations, they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I loved this person. And, and it just begins to intertwine all of our deep connections to each other. And we realize how interrelated we really all, all are. We all experience the same emotions just through different experiences, different lenses. What an incredible gift. It also, the fourth thing that I have learned is that nobody's going to agree with you 100% of the time or 80% of the time or 70, 60. Um, people will listen and people will um, engage whether or not they agree. Sometimes I think the most beautiful thing is when you are really trying to find your truth, you're listening to all sides. 
You're not playing into the duality of right versus wrong. You're open to all that could be and all that is. There's these infinite possibilities that exist. And so the podcast, I have always shared what I know to be true. And it has brought me to people that disagree. And honestly, uh, I it, it is such a good practice for me to see that we don't have to agree. And in fact, some people intentionally push your buttons because they want to ruffle your feathers. And when you see that, you're like, I see you. <laughs> I see you. That energy is not for me. And that's okay. Like, I am, I'm not someone to, I have no problem sharing my truth and I can recognize that yours is different from mine. And it's such a beautiful gift to remind me to step back, to not play into the duality and to just continue to share what I know to be true. It will land with who it's supposed to land with. Again, just like when I share here on, on this podcast, on the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast, the people that listen to it and the people that find value from it, it's because they can meet me where, where we're both meeting each other, where we're on even playing field, right? You can only meet me where I am or I can only meet you where you are or where each other is aspiring to be. And so I recognize that sharing my truth is this beautiful gift on here to um, allow those who vibrationally resonate with me and my message and my truth to be able to come together to create community. How freaking cool is that? Um, again, that I, I can have so many friends that I've never technically met in person, but I honestly like, I would jump up and down and I would probably, I'm a, I'm a big hugger. If you know me in person, I, I like to hug. Um, and I would, uh, I'd probably just pick you up because I'm 5'10", so I'm taller than a lot of my friends. And I would probably pick you up like I do everybody else, even though technically we've never met in person, so you might not expect it. But now, now you guys are forewarned, okay? Um, but the fifth um, and last lesson that I have learned from this podcast over the years is that to just keep going. There are there have been bouts where I'm like, I feel like I've got nothing to talk about. I've got nothing to share, which is interesting because my, my business model is very complex um, as far as what I offer and, and my offerings and services in general. Um, and so it's interesting that I would think I have nothing to say and you guys know I'm a chat chatty Kathy. Uh, I got lots to say, so it's interesting when I have no no inspiration or no motivation to record or, or whatever it is, but that it's okay, that it's not always going to be there. <clears throat> You're not always going to feel inspired and motivated to get up and do this every single week. This is why like, when I'm feeling really inspired and when I have really great topics that I'm like, yes, this is going to hit home, <clears throat> I record several episodes 
back to back because I'm just, I'm like, yes, I, I feel this right now. Because there are times when I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I have no ideas, which is not true. Um, but the, it's just like anything else. It is okay to not always be motivated and inspired and, and you know, grinding and recording and doing all these things. And to listen to my body when I feel inspired and take action, then it allows me the time to rest and kind of integration and creative time. And so then I, what ends up happening is when I rest, I do some creative things. All of a sudden I have all of these ideas and I'm ready to record again. And so really teaching, it's taught me that all of life comes in cycles. And so taking advantage of, of a, a cycle of opportunity and then taking advantage of a, a cycle of rest. I don't think I recorded an entire, I don't, I don't think all of July there was any podcast episodes that went out. Um, not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that. Um, but there were definitely blocks where I was like, there was even a, a time where I was really trying to pull back. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I, I stopped seeking out guests. I really wanted to share what was on my heart. Um, there was a time where I only did three episodes a month instead of every week, or I did two. I think I did two for a little bit um, because it just, I was like, I, again, like cycles of rest and cycles of motivation. They go hand in hand. You have to have them both. And so recognizing those things in myself, recording podcasts and always trying to be of service and sharing and, and things like this, these five things that I've given you today, it's not like I have all of these ideas backlogged. I keep a note in my a phone. Maybe this should be number six. I keep a note in my phone of podcast ideas, of content ideas, of things that I want to teach, of things that I want to do trainings on and, and all of these different things because... I'm not always motivated. I don't always have ideas. But when I do, I write all that good shit down so I can come back to it later. And so it really has allowed me to honor those cycles in my life and in my body and energetically not feel drained trying to come up with things and force things. It allows me to maintain a balance of masculine and feminine energy always, honoring the doing, the achieving, but also the resting the feeling, the fluidity, the spontaneity. So very, very powerful, um, powerful lessons. I am so incredibly grateful to you all. I'm incredibly grateful that, that you guys spend your time with me, that you listen to the podcast, that you share them with your friends. Um, if you missed it over on Instagram, I am doing a give giveaway for a Dharma session. So all you have to do is write a review on iTunes or Spotify, and then screenshot the review, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Shalane Carter, S-H-A-L-A-N-E-C-A-R-T-E-R, uh, to enter for a chance to win a Dharma session with me. It's a two-hour session, so it's a healing session, and all full, also, the other half is soulful strategies. So it doesn't have to be in business. Um, this can be life stuff, but what we do is we create practical and um, applicable actionable tactics to move forward with your alignment. So 
whether that be in life or anything like that, we go into the energetic body, recognizing where the imbalances are, bring balance to it, and then how do we create systems to support it? So it can be in business, but it can also just be for life and personal. So I would love for you guys to write a review um, and share it. Uh, Extra points, if you go to my Instagram, at Shalane Carter, there is a post that says Eat, Pray, Slay podcast is turns one. And on that post, if you tag one of your besties, one of your girlfriends, anybody that you think would find value from the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast, tag them in there. It gets you an extra entry. So the winner will be announced on November 19th, 2020. So in one week from now. And I hope that it's you. I hope that I can help you uh, balance your energetic body, create more ease within your life, more joy, more happiness, that we can create practical tactics for you to be able to support this new alignment and stepping into your highest vibration, the highest expression of who you are. So I'm sending you so much love and so much gratitude today. I can't even explain and, and just thank you so much. I appreciate you. Love you. Cheers. Cheers.